Welcome to the Grow to Glow podcast. You're here with your hosts, Dana Lee and Anthony. And we're sharing our stories, becoming our best selves. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Grow to Glow podcast. Welcome back. Another week. Yeah, another week. It's November now. Or no, it was November. Well, yeah, it was kind of November the last time we we recorded. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm a bit frazzled right now okay. trying to solve some mysteries going on in my life. That's a whole lot, but I'm fine. How are you? How are you? I'm doing okay. Weathering the storm. Um... I'm going to a concert tonight to see Big Frida with my cousin and her sister. So I'm excited about that. That's in Berkeley. Um, Other than that, everything's kind of been cool. Got some new things happening in my life, which I'm excited to see where that goes. But nothing really new within the last week. Um, Oh, my gosh. I went to brunch last Saturday. That was a hot mess. Wait, why? Brunch is everything. Why was it messy? Well, because... (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> drank too much. <laughs> and when I think back, I, I was looking at my, I just looked at my bank statement yesterday and I was like, what the, I was like, huh, this is, you know how you try to trace where you were? I'm like, okay, this is this. Okay. So I went here. Oh, okay. And then that happened. Yeah. So I remember going out to dinner after we were drinking and stuff. And I barely remember that dinner. Like I was out of it. So. Damn, what was y'all sipping on at brunch then? Champagne. It was it's um bottomless mimosas for two hours. Um at this place called Pink Elephant in San Francisco. And it's super lit. Like it's a cool place. It's cool. Next time you come out here, oh, we gotta go there because oh. it's like they have like a long like a uh, array of different juices you mix the mimosa with and you just pour it yourself i mean it's oh, okay. yeah it's self-serve. Okay. We're in business. Yeah. Okay. Yes, okay. Yeah. Okay, it can get, it's, like, as soon as we pulled up, this girl who walked out drunk, sat on the curb, and was just, like, leaning back. I was like, what's wrong with her? Man, by the end of, by the time we left, I figured it out. <laughs> She's, you gonna see. Right. I was looking at her, judging her, and then shoot. Well, I wasn't like that when I left, but I was definitely on one. So that was fun. But, yeah, other than that, nothing new. I feel you. I just yeah, it was a low key week. I went to watch um, I went to watch Nobody's Fool last week. I really liked it. Like, there okay. was reviews. I went with my friend Crystal, and yes. in the beginning we were like, eh, it was whatever. Mm-hmm. But it really took a surprising turn of events, and then I was invested, and okay. I feel like it took some important lessons. It read me. It told me about my Virgo self. I identified a lot with the main character just because I felt like she's very particular with what she wants, like yeah. her list, and they need to have all these qualities. And But then, I don't know, there's like plot twists and turns. And then I was like, okay, I really liked it. I thought it was really cute and cheesy. That's um, I was thinking about seeing it, but I saw it looked like it had bad ratings. So I, I changed my mind. But now that you said it was good, I'm definitely going to go see it. Well, don't take my word for Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I tweeted, I was like, I might just have to catch it on TBS. Um, Yeah, you, you can check it out. Or see when it comes on the DVD. I don't know if you don't want to <laughs> risk it. <laughs> um, And I've also been watching, we're just talking about, I don't know if y'all have seen this new Sabrina the Teenage Witch series on Netflix, but um, 
that was a mess. It's just, I slept with my Bible. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm pillow because <laughs> some of those episodes were very frightening. Okay, I don't fuck with them spirits and all that, all them forces and the. Dem- it was a fucking lot. Um, but it actually was really good. Like in retrospect, like I got invested and I, I don't know, but, um, I've been watching that. That was, it was good, but it was crazy. And what else? Other than that? No. Things, very eventful things, but I can't discuss here. And I'm trying to work out these mysteries now. Maybe I'll talk about in the future if I can decode this. I don't want to put all these people's business out there, but I'm stressed as we're recording. I'm texting people, trying to figure things out catfishes and just a lot <laughs> so i don't know but yes what's the craziest thing about the sabrina show the sabrina the witch show on netflix the craziest thing yeah i mean i heard what i read on spoiler alert possibly so please be advised thank you um what i heard on twitter is that they lynch a black witch um did they lynch a black witch Okay, maybe not because if you don't remember it, then maybe it didn't happen. I have not been paying attention to have my eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and when I think about it, I'm like, huh. and then they said that the Satanic Temple is suing them for use of their premises. And once I read that, I said, "Oh, they don't gotta worry about me watching that show because y'all really recorded." that place no i rebuke you oh, i'm cool really? oh, yes oh. they're suing them <coughs> oh so no stay prayed up okay. i'm like uh-uh when i tell you i have my bible right <laughs> under my bible that i am not kidding i am <coughs> not kidding anything else have you been watching oh real housewives of atlanta's back did you watch the new episode fuck not yet no oh. Well, it's pretty good. Um, I'm excited for the new season. What else have I been? Oh, I'm starting One Tree Hill again. And I'm so excited because it really comforts me. Like, it's just a good, feel good quality show. It really is. It like Really? It's just. Has it been on for a while? It was on for like 11 years. It's it's over now. They stopped it, what, 2012? Um but it's such that's a, that's a show I could rewatch over and over and over and over again. Like that show and Boy Meets World, Martin. Um, what else can I watch over and over and over? Um, that's like oh, uh, Law and Order SVU, of course. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I'm starting One Tree Hill again, so I'm really excited about that. Um. That's about it. I haven't really seen any movies, I don't think. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, I got it. No, I've just been watching that and catching up on American Horror Story, which is also a mess. But I, I'm confused, though. Because I'm confused, too. I don't listen, know what time frame, timeline, time, nothing. <laughs> I don't listen, know what's going on. Are we in the past, the present, the future? You got all the same actors <laughs> no. playing all the characters. So I don't know who's who with what. It's just too, my head hurts. I'll just be sitting there like, I don't know. I'm just going to wait for the last episode and see if they do a summary of what happened because I do not know what is going on. I mean, this, uh, me too, especially this last episode, it really confused me because it jumps, I think, back to a present, maybe. 
I'm not really sure. But then back to the pack, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm just like, look, just get to the end. Let's figure this thing out here because I don't know what's going on. Okay, look. <laughs> but it's a good show. And I was reading up on the actor that plays the Antichrist. And um, he was like saying how he, you know, related to the role. That's what the headline said. I said, oh, I need to read this. And I have to figure something out here. Uh, but basically he was saying like, not completely, obviously. He's like, obviously I'm not like this person. However, there's qualities of the individual that, you know, Basically, like, he's lost and confused and is trying to figure out his place in the world or whatever. But then I went and looked on his Instagram, and it used to be very cheery and then turned very dark because he's on the show. I don't know. I was just like, you know, I don't know what's happening. But I rebuke it, and I stay prayed up, and I don't know what else. Um, Moving onward and forward. Onward and forward. Yeah. So, um yeah, it's it's something, but the acting's great and the writing's great, so it's a really good show. American Horror Story has always been just really good, and that's just facts. Yes, no cat, no cat. So, do you want to get into the episode? Let's do it. All right, so today we're gonna talk about forgiveness. Um, this week, I so I started a blog um, where I'm just basically writing out everything that's in my head. And um, I wrote an article about forgiveness and it came from like conversations that I've been having with people and, you know, really having to kind of grow up and move forward and and let go of some things in order to like uh, reach my full potential. So we're going to like talk about it more in depth, but um, just to like give you guys a taste of like what I wrote. Um, I'm going to read a little bit of it. And then we have some questions for each other to, you know, think through and walk through because forgiveness is, you know, it's really important to humanity really. And I would say, especially in this day and age where so much stuff is happening, it's going to be, it's hard to, it's hard to forgive. It's really hard, um, but it's also kind of like the key that unlocks a lot of things for us. Um, so anyway, so I wrote, I've been thinking about how to write this post. Oh, yeah. So if you want to read my blog, um, I've got other pieces as well. And um, it's called Donna's Daughter.com. So D-O-N-N-A-S Daughter, D-A-U-G-H-T-E-R.com. And you can read um everything that I've written so far I've started like it was about the past three weeks three three weeks ago so I'm trying to write posts like one to two posts every week so check it out but anyways um it's titled forgiveness and it says I've been thinking about how to write this post struggling to find the words that could articulate the endless disappointments that have occurred in my life I've had so many tests of forgiveness where do I start I've had to learn how to forgive myself God, my parents, family, friends, and exes. Why is it so hard for us to forgive? Or let me only speak for myself. Why is it so hard for me to forgive? I guess it comes down to what I've allowed when I knew better in my gut. Maybe it's the hurt from what someone close to me has done. It can also be pride or ego that holds me back. There are so many variables when it comes down to it. Forgiveness for me has been an attribute I've learned to grow in. I've gotten better over time but could still use some work. I'm clear of the understanding that forgiveness is a release of internalized hurt and disappointment. 
However, it is definitely easier said than done. I learned to forgive once I recognized the freedom that is attached to it. I began to see myself in life more clearer once I was able to let go. I forgave the deepest of hurts, but there is one more that is difficult for me to process. I've been told I need to forgive this person to unlock the next season or level of my life. I agree with this completely, yet this is the one hurt which is rooted so deeply that I don't even know how to begin to implement my plan for forgiveness. With that said, I'll just start there. So, um, and then I go into detail about, you know, um, the person that I need to forgive and, and you know, um, how I process that. And then I write a little short forgiveness letter I guess to that person um so yeah so Anthony when it comes to forgiveness where are you in terms of being able to forgive others or where like what it where do you stand <clears throat> well honestly it's not always that easy for me depending on I mean it's all situational like, if it's little shit, little petty shit, okay, I can forgive people and get over it. But I've realized that for other things where people have, like, really hurt me, more so, like, I think emotionally, um, it really takes me a while to, I guess, process it and go through it. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Um, but that I think that's okay. So I just feel like, okay, if someone does something to me that is going to warrant, like, okay, them asking me for, for forgiveness, it really just depends on what the fuck they did and how it made me feel, like, whether that was, like, anger or sadness or resentment, whatever I'm feeling, I just need to take the time to process that and work through that shit um, before I can forgive them, you know? Yeah. Um, I just, and it's, I don't know, like, uh, it just takes time. It just takes time to work that out, like, whatever it may be. Yeah. I'll go into more details, but just generally speaking, it's just... I'm able to, but at my own, I guess, pace, I'm saying. Once I process the shit and I work through it. Right. Um, yeah, but I am capable, usually in most situations, I think. It may take some time, may take years, mm-hmm. but I think I may be able to forgive most. I don't, I personally, I don't think I've encountered anything yet where it's like that's totally an unforgivable offense. Okay. But I don't like maybe some folks have and I can't speak for those situations but like I personally I don't think I've encountered anything where like I will never forgive that person it may take some time but once I process shit and work through it I think I can right so and I think that's the same for me as well like and I think for most like it just takes time to process the hurt or the indiscretion whatever that person's done to you um but I think more so where I'm at is, like, now I try to get to the root of, okay, why do I feel this way? Like, why am I upset? Why does this make me feel uncomfortable? Why am I, like, hurt? I have to get to the root of the why. And then I think I, it's, like, more internal. It's more about self, I would say. 
Like, I'm hurt. What, do, what, did, what did this person really do for me to feel this way? And then I go back and I think, and I'm like, okay, is this something that's rational or irrational? And then after that, I'm like, okay. So if it's rational, if my feelings are, ra- um, you know, rational and and I'm justified in feeling the way that I do, how do I um, deal with this myself? Because let's say you bring it up to the person and they don't really care how you feel or, you know, they don't give you the apology that you want. Well, then you leave the situation still being upset and bitter and now it turns into even more anger and negative emotion. But what I've learned is you have to kind of figure it out internally first and preemptively forgive before you even go to that person and seeking like that um, apology or wanting them to make you feel better about it. Um, if it's irrational, if it's something that, you know, like, okay, I'm, I'm tripping, then obviously you, you take time to yourself to work through those emotions and then, you know, circle back to that person and, and hash it out however you need to. But yeah, I think that's where I'm at. It's like, I, I, internally I'm, I'm figuring out my emotions and I'm figuring out why I feel that way. I'm figuring out how I got there. I'm figuring out, okay, what triggered this emotion? Maybe there's something in my past that triggered me to feel this way. Like maybe it's something that's just a cycle and then move forward. But, um, what is the hardest thing that you've had to forgive and why? I mean, sounds like you said that there hasn't been anything too bad, but if you can think of anything, has there any, has there ever been like an instance where it was like it, something held you back from being able to like, let it go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say it wasn't too bad. It's just, I was able to work through it. <laughs> like, okay, let's, okay. So for one thing that I've been able to, and it was like very recently, Lots of things with my family, but specifically with my father. Yeah. yeah. So I felt like most of my life I held so much. I was just very angry with him because I talked about before in other episodes, like he's been in and out of jail, you know, like since like my whole life. Now, it wasn't until a few years ago. And when I was 12, I wrote him a letter and I was like, if you ever go back to jail when you get out, you're out of my life. And I said that when I was 12 and I meant that shit. Yeah. So, and then he went back. So it's, you know, now he's been out for like two and a half, three years, but I still haven't seen him. But it wasn't until a few years ago when like I became more aware of like how the system is set up and granted like the time he did, like the trans, like the shit he did doesn't warrant like the amount of time he got, you know, and like learning about like how the system set up and like reading like the new Jim Crow and like mm-hmm. documentary. 13th and shit I'm become like more aware of this shit and like okay and it allowed me to empathize with him more to say okay yes you're human like you were young you did like stupid shit you could have made better choices however I'm always re- I all also can recognize how the system is set up like against us especially like black males and you did like little stupid shit where you know, other folks would have gotten away with it or gotten off, but you're like given all this time, which took time away from me, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I was able to kind of like work through these different things to come to a place from like, I really could. I was like, you know what? I really could forgive him for that because I was holding on to that resentment forever. However, I also haven't, but I haven't come to the, 
like I was able to forgive and let go of that anger, but that didn't necessarily mean like I didn't just forget. Like that doesn't mean I'm just gonna want to fuck with you right away. Yeah, be cautious. So that's why I still haven't like really I haven't seen him yet or really um, made an attempt. Although he's been reaching out, I haven't really been reciprocating that yet. I probably won't see him until Thanksgiving. I'm going to go to my grandma's for Thanksgiving. And I'm pretty sure he'll be there. Um, it's like small steps, but I've yeah. been able to first step. Okay. I can forgive the actions and understand mm-hmm. and let go of all that, that I've been just holding on to and just, just, just been holding on to it. And then it's going to take me a while to pro to want to take the next step though, in terms of like re building a relationship. Mm-hmm. Although I have, you know what I'm saying? So it's like complicated. It's like the forgive aspect and like the forget yeah. aspect. But no, that's one person who I was like, it's been like freaking years and I really just I really don't feel that same anger anymore. It's just like, okay, like I let him text me for my birthday and stuff and it's just like oh like it's like small steps. Like I don't feel yeah. that anger. Okay, so it's going in the right direction to where I can like open myself up to more. Not yet, slowly, but I just feel like I let go of like all that and I was just like, Oh, okay. But it took yeah. It took some time and work and shit. So Right. And just because you forgive doesn't mean you have to forget. Like, I live by that because I don't forget nothing. I'm always going to know and I'm always... <laughs> what? I said elephant over here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always going to re- keep it in the back of my mind because that's like, that's my takeaway from you as a person in your character. Like, if you've done something and I'm upset about it and I end up forgiving you, but I'm like, okay, I'll forgive you. But, you know, I ain't, I ain't gonna forget, I'm not forgetting what you said or what you did. That's, that's, because that's you. And I need to take you for who you are. Yes. Um, and I think that was the same, well, like, kind of different with my dad, I would say. What That was, like, my biggest lesson of forgiveness, I think, and how I was able to kind of look at things differently. Like, my parents got divorced when I was 14. And, um... From, like, what I remember and how I felt is that my dad went to move back with my grandmother. And I just feel like I barely saw him. Or I would see him sometimes, but there were times where I really, like, wanted him around or wanted him to be certain places and, and, you know, do things with me. And he didn't or wouldn't. And even for, like, my college graduation, like, he didn't even show up um, and didn't come. And that, like, really, really hurt me. But what I realized... And came to terms with is like, yeah, like, what do you want, Dana? I would, I would ask myself, I'm always having conversations in my head. That's why I'm, I'm crazy. But I'm like, Dana, like, what do you want? <laughs> and I'm like, I just want, I want him to do better. But in this, and then I would have to be like, well, if this is who he is and never changes, will you still love him and accept him? And that was like the question that I had to like sit with. And at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, because that's my dad. Like, I can't negate the things that he did in the beginning and I can't force him to be someone he's not or, you know, father me in a different kind of way. That's really up to him. You can't, you know, force a person to change and, and be a certain kind of father and be a certain or be a certain kind of person towards you. And, you know, my dad wasn't a bad dad. It was just sometimes I just felt like he wasn't there, especially in those formative years of being a teenager, because I did all kinds of stuff that had no business to doing and probably wouldn't have done if my dad was still in the house. But I mean, at the end of the day, all of that shaped me to be who I am. And um, 
And I had to accept. I had to accept who he was and how he operated. And um, once I, like, accepted that, like, nothing bothered me again. Like, nothing really, I mean, it was just, like, like, yeah, he'll do stuff that, like, irritates me sometimes. But I'm, like, there's nothing that's, like, going to make me stop messing with him. Whereas I know, like, you know, I think, well, I won't put his business out there, but I have a sibling <laughs> who may have some issues, you know, with how he, how my father is. But, you know, I mean, the way that I look at it is, like, I only get one dad, I only get one life. So am I going to sit here in this bitterness for the forever? Like, no, I'm just going to move forward, move onward. And then because of that, because I've let that go, I've had so many great experiences with him because I let that hurt go, you know? Um, So I think that's what, like, taught me my biggest lesson on forgiveness. But even, like, just a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Like, having to forgive myself from things, especially, like, stuff with my mom or, like, you know... um, exes i guess that that was big for me (laughs) you know getting over that it's just you know it can be very hard especially like when your feelings are hurt but hurt turns into anger hurt is like anger is suppressed hurt basically and i know myself like man the amount of anger issues i used to have it's just next level. And I know it's still there. And so I keep it under control. And I, and this is why I think about these things. And I write what I write. And I, you know, like to get on the podcast and talk about things. Because this is my way of working through everything. Because if I sit in unforgiveness forever. Especially with the one. I guess one of the, another hard one was my mom's husband. And that's what I wrote about. And the things he did in the time that she was sick. And, you know, needed someone to be there for her. That that is, was difficult. That was difficult because, um, as everyone knows, as you guys probably figured out, my mom was everything to me, and I was very protective of her. So to know that, you know, someone was disrespecting her um, verbally or physically, and I wasn't around, that, like, I had not only forgive him, but I have to forgive myself because I held a lot of, like, um, that, uh, that burden, I, I put, like, I felt like it was my responsibility to make sure this didn't happen. But then having to come to the terms with, she was an adult and she made her own decisions and she was with who she wanted to be with. And so, you know, and working through that and trying to move forward, um, like I'm not gonna, my, um, my mom's best friend's husband is a pastor and, we were talking on the phone and he was saying, you know, you're not going to be able to move forward and receive the blessings God has for you. If you keep holding on to, you know, the anger you have for this man, you, you, you have to forgive him. So I sat with that. and I was just like, Oh, but the thing, like I, I crashed my car into a wall thinking about, hurting this man like I was in another headspace you know so that's how (laughs) deeply rooted it was like I have a dent in marks in my car because I was daydreaming about hurting this person and so like that it was (laughs) you know like I told you I have anger issues right that are still there that I work on every day um 
Daily practice. Okay. Daily. Lord have mercy. Listen. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so once I realized that, that's when I wrote that article, and that's when I kind of, like, let it out in my thoughts, my head, and how I look at it. And it's about approaching things with a new perspective. Like, if I – I could sit here and be mad all day and come up with all the reasons why I should be mad. We could all do that. Like, I, we could all just sit and come up with all the reasons why we're upset and why how this person hurt us and what they did. We can write a whole novel about it. But what's harder and what requires more work is being able to – shift your perspective on it and um, process it to the point where you're able to forgive them and forgive them genuinely so that you can move on. And that's really like at the end of the day, how I had to, how I had to look at it. I had to look at, okay, the, the fact is these things happen. The fact is, you know, these are the things I found out after my mom's death. Um, yeah, I hate it. Um, don't like it you know but these are this is what happened and now it's like okay well how do I want to move forward like what what do I need to do to make sure that I let this go and I'm able to just move on and not you know resent or hate this person um yeah so that's why I was in my heart one of my hard ones was is that and it's daily it's like not something that's like oh I forgive you and, I, and that's it it's like a it's an intentional act every day it's like I forgive him no negative thoughts about it. God bless you. And, you know, hopefully your life serves a purpose in the end. And keep it keep it moving. Hey, guys, don't forget we're also on social media. Please make sure to follow us and engage with us and let us know your thoughts on our show, as well as any suggestions you may have regarding a topic theme. You can find us on Instagram at grow to glow You can also find us with the same handle on twitter and you can email us at grow to glow podcast at gmail.com also be sure to rate and review us on itunes to show your support help us gain visibility and climb these podcast charts y'all all right let's get back to the show i feel you yeah that's hard and i resonate too with the anger too because i'd be so mad at people like i just had so much anger built up over the years my family knows they know like i have a tick yeah <laughs> you say the wrong thing or it just, I become, I have snapped on family members and they're like, what the fuck? Um, but I realized too, it's because I had so much anger just built up and it's like, okay, why? What am I angry at? And like going deep and looking yeah. at, okay, and why do I feel this way? And it's like, okay, you have a lot of shit. And there's some things too, I, I still know I need to like process fully and work out like with a professional, yeah. like be, but I've like actually taken the steps to like reflect and you know, be open to forgiving and moving past it as opposed to just holding on to it. Because I, there's people too, like I've seen family members and it's, it's like, it's like the cycle. Like it's, I see like family members who are mad at their parents and they still bring up shit. And yes. it's like, the, and it's like, you never work through that. And then it's generational. I'm like, I'm just, yeah. I can't keep doing that. Like, because I see what it does, like the poison. It's like it's it makes me sad. Like you're yes. still that. Like you're still on that. Yes. Like, you can't. And it's like I don't want to. I don't want that because I've seen the effect it's had on me just so far, and it's like it's not healthy. Granted, it will take time, and if you need someone to help you work it out, sure. But I just don't want to be holding on to shit forever. Um, if I can help it, 
you know, I haven't been in a situation yet where someone has done something so atrocious, but I don't know, to each their own, but I don't know. Yeah, that's just me. <laughs> yeah, no, and I think that's a good point regarding, like, um, us ha- seeing people, like, now being adults and seeing people in our family that still hold on to things from, like, years ago, and it reflects, I think on my side, it reflects in health, people's health, mental mm-hmm. and physical and spiritual like i see there's people where it's like i wish they would let things go and i wish they would forgive and i have done the work to forgive people in my family as well now do i keep my distance for my for my you know well-being yes and that's you know i'm not ashamed of it and that's fair enough for me um but i think you know now looking at others i think there is you know, I mean, it's just, I just, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person that holds on to something and it, you know, comes out in detrimental ways. Um, and really, all I want to do is grow. And I think, forget, like, forgiving someone gives you the opportunity. I think it's one of those key big things that helps you grow, like, 10 inches taller than you were before, you know, because it's hard to do. It's one of the hardest things to do. (sighs) Yes. Sometimes you don't want to. I know. It's that pride and ego (laughs) where you're like, no, I've been disrespected. Listen. Okay. (laughs) I feel you. My pride, my ego be so, mm, 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 mm. but yeah, I feel it. What do you think too about, because, like you had said, like you keep your distance from certain family members, like, mm-hmm. like, okay, like, and I talked about my dad, like I've forgiven him just for myself, but I still haven't like told him like, I forgive you because I, part of me still, I don't know if that's like a pride thing where I still feel like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I'm not obligated to verbally tell you because that's something you need to kind of, I guess, feel better. But just because I haven't personally told you, like I have. No, I'm not going to sit up there and tell you because then I don't want you to be like, I don't know. I'm like, is that wrong of me? Like, am I still trying to hold something over him? Did I truly forgive? Like, do you have to verbally tell the person to truly forgive them, do you think? Or can you just kind of resolve that with yourself and keep it pushing? Or like, do you owe them that? Like, like do they deserve that? Like, what do you think? I think forgiveness is for yourself. It's like one of those things where it's it's really, really, really for yourself. So the way that I did mine is that I don't keep in contact with my mom's ex-husband. I don't talk to him. And I'd rather not because I don't believe that he's in a place where um, we'll be able to have a, an adult conversation. And um, even maybe for myself, I just think that it's just not necessary. Um, like you were married to her. You were never like a stepdad to me um so that's why I just wrote an open letter on my blog and that helped me and that was my like way of getting it out there now for you if you want to I think it's not about him it's about you if you feel like it's gonna make you feel better to tell him yourself and get it off your chest then you can right Um, it's like no yeah if you but if you don't like I didn't say it to my dad like my dad probably doesn't even know that I went through the process of having to forgive him for things you know yeah you know i you know but i did articulate to him 
when I was upset, like right after my mom died and, you know, how I felt about it and how I felt about, you know, my parents and that she was, you know, I basically said that she was more of a parent to me and that's, you know, than him. And that's, you know, why I'm so angry and so upset and so hurt by it. And I think after he heard that, that's when he like really, you know, really, that really impacted him, I do believe, because he really, um, change the way that he like approaches me the way he like takes care of me and the way he's there for me like it's just incredible so I think after having that conversation with me and hearing like my side he was just like oh you know shit I really do need to step up and be there for my daughter during this difficult time because when I was in school like before my mom passed my dad never really called me. I always would have to call him. I would go months without talking to my dad. Like, I would go so long without talking to him. Like, I just didn't really talk to him like that. And when I felt like, okay, it's been a while, I would call him. But now it's to the point where my dad is calling me, like, every week. He's always, or he'll be like, hey, I'm coming over. <laughs> like, you know, he, yeah. after that conversation, he now makes a conscious effort to be more involved um, in my life and I, I appreciate it and love him so much for that but you see how like I didn't like force him I just expressed how I felt and it was it was up to him it's up to him so that's what but I it was something I needed to get off my chest so I that's what I'm saying for you if, if you feel like there's something you need to get off your chest and you need to get it off your chest for you because of how you feel and for your mental state and you know where you're at then tell him Tell, and I, I would recommend you tell him because I think it's it's been years and all he can go off of it, he doesn't know anything. He doesn't really know how you feel. He doesn't really know your state of mind. He doesn't know where you're at in life. He doesn't know. But once you communicate that to him and then once and then it's the ball's in his court, everything he does after that is all on him, right? And you, you released how you felt about it in your perspective and, you know, and where you're at. Like, hey, you've done these things. I forgive you, but, you know, um... It hurt, and this is how it hurt, and this is how it played out in my life, And the, but this is where I am, and the, the work that I've done to move forward and forgive you, and, you know, that's just what it is. And then whatever he does with it is, what, is whatever he does with it. But I think oftentimes, like, I don't know, because I struggle with it as well. Like, I walk away from people so much that I don't really tell them, like, okay, I forgive you for these things, because I feel like uh, this is kind of going backwards. It depends on the person and the kind of character they have, because I know uh, people who, like, I walked away from and got upset with and I forgave them, but I'm not going to ever talk to them again because I know, well, this is just the kind of person they are and I'm not going to go in circles with you. Right. You know what I mean? If I've already had to forgive you before and we've talked about it and then you've done the same thing, I walk away and and then that's pretty much it. Because at that point it's like, you know, I'm, I've done my work and I'm letting it go, but I'm not, I'm not going to keep repeating, um, um, you know, this dangerous cycle with one another it's just it's just not healthy for me I'm, I'm just like there's a friend i have where i just know um i just know i can't go back to that and it hurts and you know i'm like disappointed but i just know okay this is who this person is this is where they're at in their life and me going back would just keep we keep repeating it and going and you go over and over and over and over and i'm not about to do that with you so it also depends on the person if you know right but he could be different. Yeah. No, I think that's too of like more like less like I was talking about like certain like friendships and things that were like kind of more like petty. Yeah. I'm just like I've forgiven it, but I've like you've shown yourself exactly. to me through your actions. I have no desire to ever exactly. want to <laughs> even have you in my life. So there's no need to be like yeah, I forgive it. It's just like that's something okay, I forgive right. it. I can understand. Right. Peace 
things, keep it pushing, but I do not want to fuck with you ever again. Right. You know, so yeah. It's yeah, like, I feel that. It's over. Like, I, I'm just like, I just be over it. Like, no. We've had right. the same conversations for the last 10 years. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> or whatever, five years, seven right. years, yeah. three years. Who, you know, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? So, I'm not, you know. Um, I mean, what obstacles prevent you from wanting to forgive someone? I don't know if we've gone over that, but like, are there specific things where you're like, oh, because I'm not letting it go because uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, what obstacles? I think it comes down to my pride. I'm a very prideful person. And honestly, I think sometimes it's just like you hurt me. So I want to I want you to hurt and I want you yeah. I want to hold that over you because I know like you're looking for forgiveness. And because of that, I'm not going to just, I don't want to just give it to you that easily. I think it's because it's kind of like a defense because I'm like, if I do it, you may just do it again. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't want to give you that satisfaction. So I feel like if I can hold this over you, it's like, you have to prove yourself to me first before I want to be vulnerable and just allow you to be forgiven that easy, you know? I think it comes down to like my pride, my ego, and like being vulnerable. Like it's difficult because yeah. I'm just like I don't want to give you that satisfaction. Like to just think you can just walk all over me and just hurt me and like I'll forgive you and you can keep doing this shit. So I think it comes down a lot to those factors. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like another example of. I don't want to talk about that because <laughs> some things I just never, I just don't want to be playing stuff. But um, you know, there's people who like really hurt me like emotionally, and it's just like I I realize it's because they hurt me so much like emotionally. Like, but it's just like, damn, I did not like how that felt, and I yeah, I just can't let you know. Like, I'm just not going to forgive you because like I just. I want you to feel I really because I know it sounds kind of bad to say, but it's like I know that they feel bad. So that makes you feel good. Yes, (laughs) because it's like I I got I kind of get some of that power back over you. Like I kind of take some of that back and it's like I make you. And I know that's bad to say, but that's honestly how my Virgo ass be feeling. (laughs) And it's like you did this to me, so I'm gonna let you stupid and think about it. So maybe you think twice, you know. Um, but I think those are, like, the biggest ones that got in the way of, um, yeah, it's just, like, kind of a, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I would agree. I mean, I agree with the first part of, like, the pride and ego being a part of it because it's like, dang, if I forgive you, you're just going to keep doing it over and over and over and over again. And I think all of us in this life, we don't like to be we don't like to be vulnerable and then be made to feel stupid about being vulnerable. Like, it's like, you know, once you open up and you've let your guard down and then someone, like, hurts you and then you're like, okay, put your guard up and then you let it down and someone hurts you, put your guard up. It's like this constant, ongoing emotional <coughs> abuse. And so I get that. I think that I would, I struggle with that sometimes as well. The But the, the power thing, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, not so much. It is a big bitch town. <laughs> I cannot. I just come from the forest. <laughs> I can't with you, man. I mean, I don't. I see. I'm more of like, man. I'm just not gonna. 
I'm not going to fuck with you no more. And that's it. And I don't care how you feel about it. I don't care if you feel bad, feel good. I really don't care. Like, I will, I can act as if you never existed on this planet, as if God never created you. And right. that's, like, that's my way of hurting you, I guess. It's just, like, I could see you in person and look right through you. I could, you know, um, never speak. I could just, you know, go on by my business. Um which is something I could work on. Um, but it's also something that keeps me in a good mental place, not having to deal with people. So I don't know. You know, um, I'm trying to see. Yeah, I guess that's my only obstacle. It's that, I guess, you know, it's just like knowing that someone you cared about, like, really hurt you or, you know, someone who, yeah, I guess you, you know, opened up to and trusted and, you know, um counted on or whatever they've betrayed that trust they've betrayed that vulnerability and you're just like nah you're not about to disrespect me like that that's probably where i'm at with it sometimes it's like nah but then i know i know because once i forgive a person i feel so good and i and and that the 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 um harm done is no longer in my mind like i don't even think about it anymore it doesn't even come across my brain like it's completely just out of sight out of mind Right. So that's what I try to hold on to whenever I get those moments of like, I'm not going to forgive this person because they disrespected me, blah, 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 blah. I try to remember, okay, once I let this go, I'm going to feel a lot better. And I do. I do feel a lot better. What's up, y'all? If you have a personal question related to today's topic that you want us to answer on next week's show, or if you have a relatable story of your own, be sure to email us at growtoglowpodcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs on social media. And of course, we will keep you anonymous unless you tell us otherwise. We won't be out here exposing y'all on these podcast streets, okay? Okay. (laughs) Now back to the show. So in conclusion of our conversation of forgiveness, well, actually, I wanted to talk about the Ariana Grande song, Thank You, Next, because I think in that song, she kind of like gives us gems for like her lessons from her hurt and learning how to forgive and move on. And, like, be in a better place and focus on herself. I think really, but that's more of a relationship type song. But even still, some have you heard that song? That is everything. I've, that's all I've been listening to for, like, the past week. Like, five times a day. Yes. In the shower. I'm pooping. <laughs> and are, like, that is my shit. All yes. y'all, oh, my God. I fucking love it so much. Yeah. She went off. It's she the went truth. Off. She said, her name, because her name is Ari. I said, oh, I had a positive rewind. Because <laughs> her name is Ari. She taught me love. She yes. Me, like, what? Learn through the I was like, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, yes. Right. And it, her and what she's saying is true. Like, how you handle pain. I mean, that's really what it is. It's like, how are you going to handle, how do you, are you going to handle pain? How are you going to handle hurt? How are you going to handle disappointment? How are you going to handle anger? That's really what this life is about. Because we're so caught up in like the positive, which is good. But I think we have to learn how to manage the negative. Which is mm-hmm. interesting because that just made me think of the guy who just shot up the, um, the borderline bar and grill in Thousand Oaks, which is just horrible. I was listening to the breakfast club and they said that he did it because he, because he had a lazy eye and people in high school used to make fun of him for his lazy eyes. So he went and found, and those people in his high school went to the bar, 
they were at the the bar that night and that's why he went there to shoot them all up (laughs) and so like that's my point being like this life is about how we handle hurt disappointment you know um being disrespected like it's so important to figure this thing out to figure this thing out of forgiveness because look what one person did just because of you know comments made about his physical appearance obviously you know you don't want to talk about anybody we should all respect each other but there is work to be done internally so that we can learn how to forgive so that you don't go out and freaking do something so insane and change the lives of many many people like there we have a responsibility i think we have a responsibility to forgive we have a responsibility to ourselves and to others but more importantly, ourselves to work through these things. Like, that's why I love that song, Ariana May, because it's not about Pete Davidson. It's not about Big Sean, you know, and, you know, it's not about Mac, you know, rest in peace. But it's about how she took the pain. She took the disappointment. She took the hurt and and you forgive and you count on yourself to, you know, you move forward. And I just thought that song was so beautiful. Like, I really, 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 really love that song. And it just shows you, like, you can, it doesn't matter what people do. It's about how you respond to what has been done. Like, mm. this whole life is about that. Mm-hmm. That's life. <laughs> right. In every aspect. At work, on the schoolyard, in the house. Everywhere. Everywhere. With your friends, with your family. Yep. Church. Okay. The club. I step on your shoe. Okay. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. You know how many times I could have gotten a fight over being my shoe getting stepped on. I know you luck. You just just give him a look. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, you know, and we have to. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna tell anybody what to do, but I, I know it's important for me. I have to master the art of forgiveness because. Life is all about how we respond to all of these bad things that happen or negativity or disappointments or they hurt. or Because it's not going to go anywhere. If you think you're going to walk around life and not get angry and not be hurt by somebody, you're living in a delusional state. Yeah. Because people are not human. I mean, people are not human. People are human. <laughs> I mean, shoot, people might not be human to the way some of these people talking online and politics. There might be some aliens or something. Anyways. Okay. My Shoot, after making horror story, I was I like, oh, listen. <laughs> but yeah, did you have anything else to add? Um, I think something I had to accept too is like when I fuck up and do shit to people, giving them the time. Like, okay, I had talked about episode 10, we talked about cheating. And I told y'all, back in the day, I cheated on my ex. And I was like, okay, get over it. I said, I'm sorry. And I remember he was like, I can't just, he literally said verbatim, like, Anthony, I'm not a robot like you. I can't just flip a switch and say, you're forgiven. Like, I need time. And that's something I really didn't understand. I was like, I said, I'm sorry. What else do you want me to do? And I think that was hard, too. And it's like recognizing when I fuck up and do shit to people, I have to give them the same time to process and heal and whatever, decide if they even want to or not. And if they choose not to, that's fine. Like, they're not obligated to. But that was something, too. I was like, oh, well, I said I'm sorry. So you don't want to. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Then you could, you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, so embarrassing, like, how I used to think. But yeah. we grew up. Right. 
Um, so that's just something else, though. Do we have any Grow to Glow goals? I got one if you don't. <laughs> okay, go. Um, just to be more intentional about forgiving people, even when it, like, hurts the most. So, like, even when you feel the most disappointed, trying your darn hardest to forgive that person. Yes. Because that is the that true is test. The true Watch, we're going to be tested this week. Okay. I feel like I'm going to test right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have a quote? I have a quote. Give him your quote. I didn't, I'm unprepared. Give him a quote. Give him a quote. Okay. So I read, I listened, well, I used to listen to this podcast called Black Girl in Ohm. And I think they kind of transitioned. I don't, well, they should be starting their podcast soon. But anyway, I love them. They're very like, they're wellness people, very spiritual about yourself and bettering yourself and things like that. So she wrote a blog and I took a quote from her blog that I just really aligned with for like what's happening in my life right now. Um, so her name's Ashley, I believe. Um, but it says the willingness to turn inward again and again to separate the illusions from truth and allow the truth to rise and mindfully shift you forward in directions in alignment with divine intentions. As a vessel, I must always be open and willing to turn inward, root down and tune out in order for true expansion and alignment with my intentions to manifest. Mm which I just loved because that's really like what I talk about a lot is turning inward, rooting down, tuning everything out and assessing where I'm at, how I feel, what I need to do to be in alignment with myself, with God and my intentions and my purpose. Okay. Very important. Now. Very important. Yeah. Bring Alrighty. Well, that's all, guys. That's all we have for you. Thank you so much for listening to us. Hope you liked this episode. If you have any other suggestions or things you want us to talk about, um, please DM us on Instagram or Twitter or send us an email. And check out Dana's blog because it's lit. Yeah, that's Donna's daughter.com. <laughs> have a good week. All right, guys. Bye.